0: lessons episode 30 of the 40 lessons podcast my name is todd b waldo thank you so much for tuning in and checking out 40 lessons every episode we highlight a non or special event in town that has this really great mission and if you would like your organization or your event to be highlighted on the 40 lessons podcast let me know shoot me an email todd at toddbwaldo.com today we are highlighting the better housing coalition and the stay home rva non-event galas the first ever non-event gala to raise awareness of the need for affordable housing in our region guests can directly donate an amount to better housing coalition they would have spent attending an event so instead of spending time away from families and incurring the expense of going out to a gala event, guests are encouraged to choose the day and time that works best for their schedule and and stay home, have dinner with your families, throw a dinner party with some friends. I I'm doing this. We're doing a wine and records and whiskey night over here at the house. Real easy, great great cause for uh, supporting the need for for affordable housing. So if you want to learn more. StayHomeRVA.org, the Stay Home RVA non Event Gala with Better Housing Coalition. Learn more at StayHomeRVA.org. Special thanks to the presenting sponsor, Town Bank. That's dope. Stay Home RVA. That's cool. It started yesterday and runs through the 17th. So that's really cool. Nice way to spend uh, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day weekend. Um, I need to call my mom. I sent her some flowers. I need to see if she got her flowers. Uh, so I need to check on that. And and tomorrow is mom's birthday. Uh, so big weekend for, for my mom and for all moms, happy Mother's Day. Today was a special Friday. Uh, the weather was nice. It felt good. And I got to start the day with some fantastic students who all attend high school. They're all juniors. At a few different schools in Richmond City, uh, they are all part of the Reynolds College. Uh, their Early College Academy. Special, special shout out, special love to Kristen Hot who got me over there to speak to the students. I was there. Uh, Sister Angela was over there with Girls for Change. Like it was, it was really, it was a really dope morning with some amazing kids. Uh, the early. I'll tell you a little bit about the academy. Uh, they provide uh, outstanding Richmond public high school students the opportunity to earn an associate's degree while completing the requirements for the high school diploma. So they're taking, in the morning, they're taking college courses and then they go back to high school. It's crazy. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, we have carefully selected and sequenced the college curriculum and courses in the program in order to satisfy the requirements of the high school diploma and associate degree at the same time so they come out with not just a diploma but they get an associate's degree they walk across the stage and all that so it's really cool really fantastic and just want to share a little bit of of my story and encourage them to kind of think about their their place in richmond and the opportunity for them to connect and really be leaders and what it means for them to to serve our our community I, I talked a little bit about, uh, about black excellence and that they really are part of that black excellence. You know, whenever I get a chance to speak to high school students and, and, you know, like it's, it, these are the, the ones that are really, they're, they're great leaders. They're strong academically or athletically or artistically. They, they stand out from their peers. And I asked them, I said, what are your friends doing right now? And everyone kind of gave them, you know, you know, sleep. You know, hanging out like they're not doing what these students are doing, and I said, "Well, how many of you have dreams or aspirations or, or see something for yourself past this moment?" And everyone's hand shot up, and so these are kids who have a, have an idea who they want to be, and when and you ask them, they are so specific. I was so impressed when I said, "If if you're thinking about what's next past high school," and everyone wanted to go to college, and I said, "Well, what?" Maybe what's past that? And We talked about some of the universities they were interested in. So a long, long list of those, and they had these really specific ideas of the things they wanted to do in career. Some were in healthcare. You know, they wanted to be doctors. Um, they wanted to be. They wanted to be a dentist. Um, two wanted to be uh, in science and technology. One as an as a kind of as a graphic artist. Other one as a software developer and a game designer. Uh, one wanted his PhD. Like they, I mean, very specific plans. For who they wanted to be, and I was so impressed by 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 them, and they are part of this this black excellence in, in Richmond. I, I referenced it before when I when I reacted to the black restaurant experience and being in that room and being around my peers, and I and I think that there's this opportunity for us to help students see uh, in our public schools how how they're part of that same fabric, and. It's on us who are a little bit older, <laughs> uh, for us to really we have to stand in front of them as models of what this excellence is, and we distinguish. There's there's just excellence, right? There is doing things well, um, whether that is your academics or your art or whatever it is, your job, being a parent, just being a, a citizen, whatever it is. There's this excellence, right? Just doing things well. When I speak of black excellence. It's not just the, the color of my skin. It's not just the association that I make with a particular racial or group or, or an ethnicity. It's about this connection to my heritage and my connection to my ancestors. And the fact that they didn't have access to the stuff that I have access to. And I resonate with that. I resonate with the fact that I get to choose more than what my parents chose. My mom lived in, this, in a time where she was told, you go through that door You drink from that fountain. That is your toilet. This is your counter. This is your seat. You can't apply for this. You have to apply for that. You can't have this. And for my grandfather, my grandfather Hugh, his was worse than that. He didn't even get access to education. He never learned to read or write. And so looking at what I have and performing in whatever capacity that is in any work that I do, When I do it well and I do it with excellence, I connect to black excellence because I know that it is a privilege for me to do what I do. I recognize that and I recognize the cost. The cost of my excellence is so great that men and women gave their lives. They stood in front of the dogs and let the water hoses go on top of them and they felt the batons on their back that felt the, the, the pain in their feet as they marched and walked and didn't ride buses and, and walked around the streets and, and shouted loud and shouted proud about who they were. We realized that the things exist, these inequities and these injustices exist because people devalued us, didn't think we belonged, didn't even think we had the capacity to learn and to be excellent. We are. Um, quick aside, I just bought Black Panther, Uh, so appreciate Amazon for letting me do that today. (laughs) So, um, we bought the, of course, my daughter and I sat and watched it tonight and we watched the special footage and Black Panther emerged in the sixties and seventies. And they talked about, this This is really great commentary of, of writers, of the comic and folks who were writers and, and directors in the movie. They talked about how important it was to introduce this character at a time It was so contrary to the narrative of Black folks in our country. You have a character who's king, who is stronger and smarter than the white superheroes. And he's from Africa. And he's from an amazing place in Africa that is so well, well beyond any other place in the world. Complete opposite of the narrative of what what the value of Black people, the life of Black people, and the capability, the capacity of Black people. Our excellence is connected to those, those ideas of who we could be and how we've disrupted that and dismantled that and gone contrary to that. And so now we have this amazing opportunity to be our best selves and to show people this is this is not just excellence, but this is the excellence of, of us and who we are. And the unfortunate thing is that we still have to prove that. We still have to prove that our lives matter. We still have to prove that we are worthy. We still have to prove that we are equal because those racist ideas, they still persist. Those racist ideas, they still exist in our systems and our practices and our policies. That's why our transportation system in the city is still broken. We're trying to make it better. So shout out to GRTC, trying to make it better. I hear you, all right? Education, still broken, still unequal, still unjust. Housing, health, safety, the list goes on and on. So we know that. And so when we stand in front of our young people and we recognize their excellence in who they are and we recognize their futures on us as their leaders to, re- to model something good for them. And in particular, I tried to help them understand their responsibility to pave the way and to be leaders for those who are coming after them. Like my daughter. <laughs> I always... I think of my daughter and the problems she'll solve and hoping that they are different problems than the one that I'm solving. I think I'm solving different problems that my mom had to solve and I'm hoping it's the same for her. But I need these students. I told them, I said, I need you guys. I need you to achieve these amazing dreams and along the way, I need you taking care of other people, taking care of your families, taking care of this community, being the leader that you are. I need that. My daughter needs that so you have to do it just like i have to do it just like our predecessors did if they didn't march if they didn't sit if they didn't get arrested if they didn't get beaten if they didn't get spat upon if they didn't hear all the words of racism shouted at them if they didn't cut through those lines if they didn't do that work then we we will have access to what we have access to today so while we're encouraging them to be their best selves and be excellent, help us help us secure a better future by being being leaders. The other thing that we uh, we talked a little bit about was was kind of perception of who we are and what it means to be um, sometimes the only one who looks like you in these rooms and how exhausting that can be, and how frustrating it is when you come into contact with the broken system. One young man, he was talking about being recruited, and he was recruited by um someone who was so it was a, it was a black I think it was a black faculty talking to him and he said, Man, I don't I don't know how to feel about that. Like it was obvious that it was set up that way, that they deliberately chose to have a black staff person talk to talk to him. And he's like, Man, I don't I don't know what to feel about that. And I said, Well, you could be offended by that. Like, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate and demeaning to think that you know, we got to get the black person to talk to the black student because no one else can talk to black people, but black people like that's ridiculous. But that's real. Like some people really feel that way. How many of you are or have been in a position where you represent your race or your gender? Like you're the only one in the room. Right. And you got to be the voice. You don't want to be the voice Like you can't represent your whole race, your whole gender. You can't, you can't, no, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But folks, look to you, right? What do black people think? Hmm, can you tell us? Man, I don't know. Tell you what I think. So that's ridiculous, all right? But he was feeling that. He's like, I don't don't know how I should feel. And I said, well, yes, the system is broken. And there are people with those very racist ideas. And they will throw that at you. And so your job is to navigate through that. Know who you are. Be secure in your identity know that. And if you get a chance to you yourself be in charge and be a leader, change that system, man, change it. So that inequity does not continue. I caught up with it with another friend later, and we were talking about language and um, some of our frustration around how some in our community just don't use our language very well. And not realizing that, and this is past, slang like that's one thing but i'm talking subject verb agreement and conjugation of verbs is good use of the language realizing that for so long we were disconnected from education and when you have communities coming up disconnected from good education they're going to find a way to communicate and they're going to get their own grasp of the language and so you have people who learned English and maybe not the right way. And they taught that to the next person, to the next person. And that, persi- that, you know, starts to be consistent throughout some of our communities. And so when you hear people talking, you realize, man, this is really connected to those very deliberate things that were done to disconnect us from education because education was freedom and it was access. So there's, there's this opportunity for us to, to see ourselves better and to understand what's possible. What's possible when we lean into the excellence that's within us? When we ourselves don't believe these racist notions and we see ourselves as good and excellent and wonderful and amazing as we are. And let that shine. and Let that come out of us. That's really my hope for, for, for you. My hope for you is that you, that you realize that. You realize the greatness within you. And then share it. I mean, share it call it light let your light shine i mean just let it let it pour out of you and into someone else pour it into them pour in hope and love and joy and your smile just realize what you got give it away and for for all of us my hope is that we would just more collaboration cooperation connection like there's there's something special when 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 we get together when excellence connects with other excellence and 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 we feed off each other and we we create something just spectacular and amazing. We're stronger together, especially when we can have the same agenda. Right? When we can get together and have the same agenda of community investment where we're pouring in our time, talent, energy, our resources, our money, all that to make our city better to make our people better our communities better our families better when we when we get on that agenda we can we can do some things and really transform this community so that's that's my hope for for all of us my name is Todd B Waldo this is 40 lessons thank you for listening Send me your comments, send me your feedback. Email address is Todd at ToddBWaldo.com. As always, please take care of yourself. And let's make sure that we're taking care of each other. Thanks for so much for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.